speaking of, here's my intro for this session. Hi, everyone. I'm Evan. <laughs> What's up, Evan? Wow. Hi. We're back. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful introduction. You know it. Now Evan, did you get a haircut? I did. It's incredibly short now because I get... It's really I have, short. I have beautiful Asian hair. It's very Beautiful. Great. So what Beautiful. happens is it looks good when it's very short and it looks good when it's long and shaggy. So what I will do is I'll get a haircut once a fucking month and then just grow it out the rest of the time. Wow. And the only so level of maintenance I do with it is just combing it down after I shower because otherwise I have like the Greg Heffley like poof in the back of my head, ah, uh, which is not fun to have. Mm. But other than Wait. that, I can literally just basically tell the barber like yeah shave my head and then oh. a month later it'll be like a full head of hair and i'll just go back and i'll say shave my head again we have a cat visitor on eli's oh. screen and Another it's not a, it's not hero it's not no, hero it's not it's not hero it's, it's oh villain gosh <laughs> now, now that i'm now that i'm oh here we go it's uh it's finley i couldn't remember because i was finley. in the hot seat live you know yeah mm-hmm. ah yeah sometimes your brain gets scrambled have finley do your intro Oh, oh, my intro. Um, all right. Well, not thinking about pink underwear. Uh, this is uh, God Eli. Damn it! <laughs> For fuck's sake, Eli. Now, now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Seven. I'm playing. I'm playing Hoon, and uh, it's uh, it's it's about to get uh, pretty pretty hot uh, with the coloration in here. <laughs> Ooh, like hmm? hot pink coloration. <laughs> oh, God. what? Yeah, like 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 really retro hot pink. Retro hot pink. Okay. Yeah. Uh, got Underwear. <laughs> um terrifying. Okay. Yeah. I I'm Cam. Uh I was just saying how much I've heard Eli talk about pink underwear. Um and I'll I'll throw out some underwear facts. I have I have a pair of underwear that's just sparkly unicorns. It's really? Great. It's very comfortable, very breathable. Nice. Me undies by chance, or they are me undies. That's correct. I, got <laughs> I think I might have the same pair. Twinsies, <laughs> twinsies. Wow. Next, the next dinner, I'll know. wear them. I'll wear the yes. next dinner so that we. Oh my god. <laughs> <can> be matching. <laughs> so we can show our underwear to each other. Well, you know, we kind of moon each other. It's yeah, fine. it's fine. Is, look, we're coming up on a year's worth of recording next month. I think it's fair. You know, I think at that it's, point, right. You I'm might gonna, as well see each other's underwear. I'm, I'm right. definitely going to specifically wear pink underwear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you have to. I'd expect no less. Yeah, we're going to have to have an underwear check. I have. I do actually have pink underwear. It makes me feel very gay when I wear it. <laughs> Good for you. I do too, actually. Also me undies. Oh my oh. god, everyone's just got such nice underwear. This is great. Right? Oh right. And uh, I am what the cat dragged in. Panicked, but still barely alive. Oh, oh no. Oh... <laughs> That's a bad image. I have, you know, I've once had to stop one of my cats from dropping a dead mouse into my shoe. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 Shoes are their yeah. favorite places to drop dead mice. No. Yeah, um, they need to drop it into, like, a frying pan instead next time. Can't waste the meat. Um, wow. Mm, um, yeah. I was definitely going to ask if there was, like, a twitching limb, you know, but now there's oh, a frying pan. Yeah. So I prefer, I prefer that adds to the go flavor. keto, just take it by the tail and just... Oh, <laughs> I like that. That's a yeah. full keto diet. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's what keto is. Whole means. rats. Wholesome? Wholesome Whole images. rats. Yeah. What? Yeah. Did once have a cat drop, while I was sleeping, drop a dead mouse, like, onto me while I was sleeping? <laughs> oh, no. oh, God. Tom, I, like, I woke up, and I'm like, what is this cold thing sitting on my <laughs> shoulder? And oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... 
I don't mean to make anyone upset, but Tom, it explains so much. Wow. <laughs> Does it? And that wow. was where you came up with the idea for Alistair. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Wow. Um. Sure. <laughs> How do you character? Yes, right. and? Uh, uh, and what? Uh, <laughs> yes, and shut up, you two. What? <laughs> that episode now? What? Yeah, good night. Yeah. Good night, everyone. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, good night, everyone. I'm officially tendering my resignation effective immediately. Yeah, right. Oh, you are. I have been Can harassed. I, get your mic? I have been bullied. I am sick of this. Yeah, All right. Well, out of HR. Legally, legally, Tom, I'm pretty sure we're under your name, so I think you have to take this up with yourself. Wow. Oh, damn it, huh? Wow. All right, I'll start That's the paperwork. A... <laughs> schedule a meeting with yourself <laughs> oh man are I'm you booked are you... out until september wow yeah wow. oh no That's crazy. you got no other choice but to record with us isn't there yeah, like an early sure. christmas party in the same month for like the whole month what the whole time what kind of parties are you going to uh, uh, don't ask me ask early christmas party tom. Hey, don't ask you you're the one who brought it up no i said <laughs> ask tom not me oh my gosh so uh, six and a half we... minutes in uh should we actually do something? I don't no. know. What no, is I, that? I, honestly, I think we're good on misgendering, pink underwear, and wow. month-long Christmas parties. I think. Uh, I think that you know. I think we can <laughs> we cut it there. Checkbox. Yeah, make this episode short to make up for how long last episode was. Oh my god, it was crazy. Speaking was of last episode, yeah, speaking of last episode, what did we learn on our last loop, everyone? Um, the loop wow. still happened, and you can also just repeat cool moments from the battle if you want to things that particularly stuck out to you oh mm. my god it makes me feel good to know that i stuck oh out i mean like i loved the the kid who be- literally became a ranger in the moment of the battle you you um, fuck, you stole it from me man oh i'm no, sorry he helped you oh, like, <laughs> no one else was saying anything <laughs> what you want, you want dead dead air i'll give you what? dead no. air yeah. oh you, you will go. all right great i'm listening <laughs> Evan hate so this so much. Evan, Evan, it's like you have a fisheye lens as a camera too. Like, it's like oh, no. he's doing the anime moment. His eyes are bugging. Uh, okay. Uh, anyways, back little, to the recap trick I learned. Where? Hold on. No, no, no. We got to explain oh, this for everyone God. at home. All you got to oh, do when you're, when you're on a video call with someone, all you got to do is you got to get real close to your uh, to your camera and look past your camera. So don't look at your camera. Just look past it, and it'll give you the exact moment on the anime where they sh- zoom in on the character's forehead and the character's eyes are like shot out to either side yeah the one where they're thinking like death death yeah <laughs> so yeah recap re- yeah all right recap. so ranger boy what did we learn last ranger day? boy happened um we met the rancher riel he's a uh, paraplegic yeah i was informed so, i may have accidentally said quadriplegic a couple times which is my bad yes i i believe he did say quadriplegic so i was curious how he was using a lance yes. but yeah, i just imagined it was just taped to the side of the horse or something <laughs> um, no he, he is a paraplegic vet okay got it got it that makes more sense it makes yeah. it easier to ride a horse with arms not a horse with arms i'm saying you need <laughs> arms to ride a horse I guess it, made, it would be it pretty is, easy to ride a horse with arms too, because it could hold you yeah, there. It makes it easier to rhyme to ride an armed, armored arm horse while you, you have armored arms, arms. Jesus Christ! Okay, ten what? minutes in. Am um, I having a stroke? Like what? Yes. I don't know. This is this is a goofy. I think we just got overcharged from last episode. Oh, definitely. We're so excited. We're, we're so just like just pooped. 
We're just pooped. It, you know, honestly, um, really gratifying to hear that. Uh, so like, all right. So like, um, so like, all right. The Golden Girls became a Voltron. <laughs> oh my oh, god! Fucking <laughs> <laughs> motivated, Voltron. motivated by the hung Chris. Like what? Right. right. Uh, yeah. uh, I believe I described me, uh, it as postmenopausal. Yes. Something wrote it down somewhere. Yeah, it's somewhere. It is definitely uh, somewhere. They scream with all the force of a bachelorette party. Yeah, and the idea of a hung yeah, Chris, Chris fills in with a, a postmenopausal rage. <laughs> right. There you go. Oh my god. Uh, Hoon and Q had a really cool beach episode moment where we kind of oh, yeah. crawled across an entire beach and blew the barbarians to smithereens. Yeah, and dodged most of the retaliating arrows. That's true. Yeah. We somehow oh, yeah. survived. Uh, Hoon almost uh, took an arrow to the knee, but instead it was yeah. to the shoulder. Mm, and to and the, the calf. calf. Yeah, which oh, is not right. fun. Almost. Still, somehow still ran. It's fine. Yeah, you know? It's uh, not like I was on the ground in agony. He was basically just hopping and dragging a leg along behind him. Yeah, and Alistair learned how to play the Black Parade on the lyre. Oh, um, of course. <laughs> Alistair also got a new sword. He also oh, got the new sword. Yeah. The Cracklebolt yeah. Simultar. Yeah. yeah. Which, quick recap for people who don't remember, uh, does extra lightning damage and empowers you when you cast lightning or thunder spells. And knocks Alistair things has. prone. Yeah, when you and cast with a thunder spell yeah. anyway, yeah. Yeah. We'll get you there. Okay, uh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I guess I guess that's kind of what I remember. I mean, we like, we fought we back. Won. We won. There was casualties, but it wasn't terrible. Um, we had the entire town evacuated. So we got a lot of good stuff done. We just didn't actually fix the loop. Yes. Yeah. Right. For whatever Which reason, involves... even, though, uh, even though Oblos was evacuated into the woods, something still happened to trigger his powers. Interesting. Hmm. Mm. Who knows? So who knows what it could have been? Certainly mm-hmm. not me. Definitely not the DM trying to really Obviously just phone not. in the fact that we should just be with someone the whole time. You know. I've been the DM the whole time. Oh, Evan's shit. just a shadow puppet. Ah! Dance I'm, for me. I'm going to listen my you pocket. With Uno reverse. Oh, I was no! the DM. <laughs> Impossible. So. As we go ahead and move into our planning phase, as you walk through the door into the into the attic of this loft once again, Q, you hear a voice in your head. I'm tired of this. How much longer do you intend to play around? Uh, AZ, um, that wasn't really playing around. I'm not sure if you saw it. was like an entire war that we were a part of last night, you know? Was... You know as well as I, it didn't matter. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, all right, look, you know, well, we should be able to solve it today. It shouldn't be that big of a deal, right? Like, we could, we got, we got time, right? They have a few more loops left. It's not like we're going to be here forever. You know, you have time, but you know what it does the longer you remain. You know the effects. So why play around? Just fix it. End it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't disagree with you, mate. Um. I just, um, you know, we're trying to get everything done right. You know, we want to make sure that this town survives, everyone's good to go, and the loop's sealed as well. You know, it can't just seal the loop and then damn the whole village. Yes, you can. Okay, well, look, honestly, I probably could. I don't think Alistair is cool with that, and I wouldn't be cool with going against his wishes. Um, Also, I kind of like these people. They're not that bad. (sighs) 
you always were a bleeding heart. Okay. The greatest, the greatest barrier you set for yourself. If you won't do it, then I might. I'm going to need you to go ahead and roll a wisdom saving throw for me. Okay. Uh, all right, DM, that's, uh, this is going to be a very interesting episode because that is a nine. That's a nine? Great. You are charmed and you're going to go ahead and do what I tell you. Uh, yes. For the next few hours. Uh, uh, yes, I think we prepared a little something for that. Let me see mm-hmm. here. I think I roll a d4. Mm-hmm. I think go. at this point, I think it's fair to say for the first two periods of time. I don't think okay. we need to make you roll for it. Okay, sounds good to me. But for now, let's go ahead and move into planning phase. And Q, just understand that your primary objective is to get out and end as quickly as possible. Right. Alistair is very quietly thunking his head against the wall. <laughs> just, we were so bloody close. So close that time, I could swear it, but... Right, I mean, okay. Uh, Q goes up behind where Alistair is and pats you on the back as you're kind of thucking your head. It's alright, Alistair. Um, you know, that was a good that was a good one. Uh, I think this time we can just get it even better and maybe we can save everyone. And while I'm patting Alistair on the back, I'd like to try to sleight of hand his hilt to take his sword. Go ahead and make a sleight of hand check. Tom, you tell me in this moment... Would Alistair be expecting this and thus actively perceiving this? Or would this be a moment where you would use your passive perception? I do feel like this would be a moment of passive perception. However, I would make the argument that this is a sapient weapon Mm -hmm. that is literally his patron. Do you have, does it have the capacity to communicate with you telepathically? Um, are we talking mechanically or thematically? Either. (laughs) I mean, yes, like, um, like he has definitely had conversations with her previously, um, pretty regularly, actually, um, so especially the, the new hand touching beacons and such, <laughs> he's not the fondest of that. Yeah. So <laughs> go ahead and roll that sleight of hand check for me, Q. Sure. It's a 19. Oh boy. A 19? Uh, you grasp Alistair's hilt and you hear, a new hand touches the beacon. <laughs> <laughs> It's so loud. You do immediately see the eye swell up in your head. Uh, or not in your head. The eye swell up in the hilt. Uh, and it, it is like a, there's a gem set in the hilt where like you can see eyes yeah. passing past. Yes. I wanted to make sure I understood that correctly. You see an yeah. eye immediately open and swivel to you, Q. And tell me this mechanically. Does the voice emanate in your head, Alistair? Or does it come from the physical hilt? That is a good question. I'm going to roll an even odds on it, to be honest. Sure. For a physical. This is why we ask these questions. Uh, I got an even, which in my head I was thinking she's not verbose in a literal sense. It's more of a telepathic. Okay. So yeah, had I rolled odd, she would have very loudly screamed it. So you immediately, as Q grasps the sword, you feel a sensation. It's not a word. It's not an image. You feel the sensation of hands around your neck. Oh, and that's. You- and you can tell where it's coming from. Q. <laughs> what's um what's uh what's happening, mate? Uh what do you mean? Um I mean you're going reaching for Myara, and uh that's uh she's not super fond of that. Yes, no, uh right. Without permission anyway, but uh you see At least not before setting up a safe word. <laughs> you see I would say physically you can see a difference right now in how Q is acting. 
Uh, you see his eyes are bloodshot, but they're not red. They are purple. So there are like these purple veins running through the white of Q's eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say it's kind of not obvious that something's going on, but there's something happening to Q. Uh, and Q kind of just like looks at you for a second, and you see like a twinge of like just like the eye very quickly a flutter. Yeah. Uh, and Q just goes, I- "I'm so- sorry about that, Alistair. I'm not sure what came over me there," uh, and just hands it back to you. Um, sorry. Uh, we we should uh, we should get going though. Um, hey, what 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 are you what are you two doing over there? What what's what's going? On? Look, I have all the boards set up. You know, we had to get the <laughs> the, the Chris's over here, all right? And then we need to make sure that the ghosts happen over here, like the Alistair. Yeah. And, and you, yeah. What's, what are you guys I having like a, a conversation? I mean, I'd love to stay and chat, but I feel like the time's taken at this point. We kind of no, know what's going on. We should get a move on, but to that effect, I feel like. Well, my most of my actions are pretty well spoken for. Wait, like, did I miss something? No, no. Oh, I didn't. Oh, okay. Everything's fine. Okay. I'm gonna side eye Q a little bit, but uh, Q's no, eyes either. are on your sword. Q is tweaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever the flag yeah, is, like, you can see this. Like, <laughs> no, not the not twinking. <laughs> he's, he's, got, he's got veins bulging in his. Neck. He was twinking. He said that he said whatever the, he said whatever the flag looks like. I immediately knew what he was talking about. That's that's oh what I heard. God. Oh my god! Uh, so right no, to that effect, I feel like my actions are pretty well spoken for, say from maybe the noon times. But I have to go get Finny on board in the morning, and then rouse the ghosts in the afternoon. Uh, so it leaves me the noon time to do something. But if we're going to end it, then we're going to need to get that trick right. Um. Again, I think honestly, the best idea that we had uh, was to uh, bait it out with its, you know, uh, heart over there. Right. And Alistair's very kind of protective, like keeping a hand on it, mm. um, you know, on the hilt. Just right. Yeah. No. That's. I think that's kind of the best plan we have now. Uh, you know. Ultimately, though, we're going to have to still evacuate everyone, and it certainly wouldn't help if we think that. If we can get that tree out of here, this should be our last time. So that all said, we should. I can also spend the noon lunch break, I guess, uh, getting uh, Avra on board. Yeah. Um. Well. So what does that leave? That leaves the tree. That leaves rousing the troops of the actual town. That leaves. Um. Hmm. That's still an unchecked restaurant of all things. <laughs> let's let's just leave that restaurant alone. Right, I think that's, we're good. Yeah, that's, that's kind of. I think better. I think best case scenario that we can go for right now is, um, like you said, war in the town. Um, but we should try to get the tree to the sea as soon as possible. Yes. No, that's uh, I agree with. But I think I think that might be like an immediate thing, especially because we have to meet Nutmeg. Well, we meet Nutmeg. Right. Yeah. Next no, you Someone's got to go meet Nutmeg and get. But to that effect, we know where the Chris's are going to be around noontime when they have their little lunch break. Yes. Um, where it was might that? Be helpful to have uh, you know, on the uh, long range side of things. Well, yeah. they, you know, they'll get back and warn the town as well if we get them a little bit earlier. Um, That's true. Yeah. So, and they seem tactically inclined, so I'm sure that they can easily rally, oh, you yeah, know, and, and instruct. Way more competent than either any of us. So, <laughs> at least emotionally on, on the front, I, I, I could definitely sit well behind a chair. 
That's that's easy enough for me to do. I I think I'm going to go talk to Nutmeg and try to figure out what we can do about the tree. Um, that might be a fair assessment. Um, and then it would probably be prudent of me to visit the beach again to soften up the troops because that was wildly effective. Yeah, that worked out really yeah, well last time. That actually, that worked out really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, so if getting there before they even are there, and then you know, blasting them maybe around noon time, being at the beach because we went in the right, afternoon. Because he went right, it seems like that's the timeline of things. Yeah. So, so maybe in the morning, who and you go find the Chris's, and then afternoon you go to the beach to hunker down and wait for, uh, you know, the yeah. Yeah, I, I could I, actually I meet you at the beach as well because uh, I'm assuming that if everything goes to plan and we find a way to move the tree out towards the ocean, you'll we'll probably meet each other anyways. Somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I, I agree. The only thing I'm slightly concerned about is the giant cliff that just exists and I might get caught on the beach. So, nah. I mean, to some effect, I mean, when it comes to getting the tree into the sea, you just kind of, what, give it a good shove. It's a tree. Right, I but think... in order to be effective, you know, to disrupt the troops in the beginning, I need to be down the beach. No, that that you have a very good point, yeah. Just blast them with some heavy ordnance and kind of gets, you know, at least the scalds out of the way. All right. Um, well, uh, I I know what I'm doing, so I'm going to go and do it. You guys can discuss amongst yourselves whatever it is you want to do. Uh, I'm just going to head out now. All right. Um, Q. Q. Yes. Don't make me regret this, because you're going to need to bait it out somehow. Yes. I'm not a fan of other people touching... I mean, she's not a fan either, to be honest. But he makes a very pointed, arched eyebrow, like, mm-hmm. Uh, this is probably the best bait we have on this. I would agree with you. But just take good care of her, because, um, I mean, worst-case scenario means I haven't tried it, but theoretically I can summon from a distance. I haven't tried. I think I can, mechanically speaking, but... <laughs> I think I have the ability to. I think it's written. I think in my rule book it says I can. But... Yeah, I think if I think about wow. it, I think, your I pact think I... came with a rule book. If I think about it in a raw manner, I think I have the ability. <laughs> I also felt all of Tom's energy behind that raised eyebrow. Like that was just it was a lot. <laughs> yeah, just uh, but you know, uh, but yeah, if I think about it, you know, just in terms of raw mechanical power of it, I'm pretty sure I could. And yeah, sure. she, technically, she did come with a with a rule, with a really intense set of rules about oh. wielding her and whatnot. She's very stickler for her law and order. Sign a waiver. Gotcha. All right. Well, uh, I'll take good care of it, and I'll make sure uh, to do my best to get this tree going towards that ocean. So uh, I'll see you all. Uh, I guess at noon. I'll see Hoon at the beach at noon. Alistair, I guess you're gonna do something else. Right, I mean, I'm gonna, I guess, head back with Avra, and then, uh... Gotcha. You know, then from there, I guess, go back. That seems like a waste of energy, but... You, we really don't need best. to... I mean, I guess, couldn't you just go wake up the ghosts yourself, rather than just have... Well, they need Finny... the rest. Yeah, but, like, you do need to tell Finny in the morning, couldn't you just... I mean, that's... Go and when, wake him up? I mean, it's what, what worked pretty well to begin with, honestly, but... Sure, all right. And you know, for playing, if it ain't broken, gotcha. All right, well, uh, cheers. I'll uh, see you lads in a bit. Yeah, Alistair will hold out Nyara's hilt. Uh, Q snatches it and uh, just, books. he's kind of death gripping it uh, <laughs> before you uh, can yank it away and just uh, just uh, gonna let go there, Alistair. Gotta move on. Yeah, I will, Z. I'm just take uh, my leave. See a big twitch in the head from <laughs> Z, just just like a curt nod. 
<laughs> not a rejection or an accepting uh, of what you said, but kind of just like just knowing. Uh, it grabs the hilt and Z runs off. Not just the hilt, by the way. Let's make this clear. The Cracklebolt scimitar is fully yes, attached to the hilt. It's out. Yeah, yeah. Just sprint through town with a lightning bolt attached yep. to a hilt. <laughs> just scare yep. the shit out of people. I uh, hope so. I mean, there are barbarians coming. They should probably be on their toes. Okay. <laughs> what about you other two? What you gonna do? Well, Which other? You two. Yeah, you no, mean, I'm you going to Finney. <laughs> like, my my actions are preset. Like, Okay, Q. <laughs> Not Q. Fucking Hoon. Oh, oh, Hoon. Yeah, oh, yeah, Hoon. Hoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, me. Yeah. I'm, uh... Oh, God, what am I gonna do? I, um... You were too busy mocking me. You forgot to answer the fucking question. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, hold on. No, hold on. Um, so, Hoon is going to... Go to find the Chris's eventually, but um, they're in the noontime, if I'm recalling, right? We were only able to find them. We only went looking we, for them. Right. We have but... an idea of where they're going to be when they have to take a break for lunch. Okay. Um, around noon, but like prior to that, we just know they're in the woods somewhere. So I, I think actually they're talking to Nutmeg now. That I'm would make sense. Sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure in the morning they might actually be talking to Nutmeg. Um, All right. But I'm not positive on that. I think because we sh- we found Nutmeg in at noon too, right? Uh, and yes, yeah. She did, yeah. and yes, Nutmeg did. said like they had just left a little bit ago, um, because they were talking about the tree. So with that information, it would be prudent to me to leave now for the Chris's because you might want to was- just come with me, because uh, if they're gonna be at the tree, that's where I'm going anyways. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Okay. Yeah. So you split into two parties. I'll ask you straight up, Tom. Do you want to run the whole scene with Fenny again? Because we can. Meh. Yeah, we've already done. I can also, if we want to, I can also kind of like pull the like by virtue of my uh, background. I have the heart of darkness. So those who look into my eyes can see that I have faced unimaginable horror and have no stranger to darkness. Though they might fear me, commoners will extend every courtesy to do their utmost to help me. Unless I have shown myself to be a danger, they will take up arms and fight alongside you should you find yourself facing an enemy. Wow. That's inspiring. So, so yeah, you, you walk over to Fenny and with something, yeah. somebody hits the fast forward button on the VCR. And yeah. And we'll move to you two heading into the deep woods in the morning. Uh, you've already trekked this path, but you've yes. only trekked it once before. So I'm still going to need a survival mm. check, but you'll make it with advantage. Cool. Mm. Oh, let's see. All right, so that's got that. So then I do. So flat fourteen. Oh, I got a, I got a seventeen. Okay, great. Yeah, you guys are fine. You don't lose time. Yeah, uh, you guys are sprinting, jogging. Oh, he was, hmm. he was bolting. Uh, uh yeah, and who's gonna have to keep up? But it's like his. You're not pace. gonna be able to. He's got, he's got cunning action. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. I'm gonna be there way ahead of you. Uh, so Q, you running full tilt, uh, or Z running full tilt, uh, make it into the woods and you press through and there are branches snapping off your chest. There are like little tears appearing in the arms of the coat as you are just yanking off of like shrubs and bark and ferns. Ferns aren't that sharp. Um, but I said it, so shut up. Uh, (laughs) Q, Here we are. <laughs> Q on the inside is like screaming at Z. Watch the fucking jacket, Z. What the hell are you doing? 
Uh, as he just kind of doesn't give a shit, just running right through the through yeah, the a foliage. L- a little splatter of like bird poop appears on one shoulder. Uh, and you sprint through the woods, and as you make it into the deep woods, the woods go quiet, dead silent, as your presence is recognized. And you make a perception check for me. Twelve. Twelve. You see Nutmeg calmly walking up towards you. And she plants her little staff and goes, What business brings you here, small one? Uh, hello there, Nutmeg. It's a pleasure to see you again. Uh, you do not remember me? It's magic because of the tree. The big splinter, broken, dead tree that you've got in the forest. That's a big problem. Uh, we went over it already. You've already showed it to me. We had like a whole deep interaction last time. Well, the other guy did. Um, but I'm back to solve the problem. Wow, I don't know if you're insane telling the truth or just really lucky, but fuck it, let's give it a shot. You two can come down. Uh, and you hear rustling as the two Chris's like drop down from the trees on either side of you. Uh, oh, good, you're both here. Um, you need to go back to the town right away and set up defenses because there are a group of barbarians coming tonight that will raise the entire town without uh, assistance. So get on it. Uh, the Chris's kind of like look to Nutmeg, not really like wanting to take orders from you. I, and- I look over to um, Chris Moss and I go, you're hung like a horse. It's all over town. Come on, what get the going. Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you see Kristoff uh, bl- blushes. Like, Kristoff is the one who blushes. <laughs> uh, Christmas just goes like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> what? Uh, and they kind of, like, look towards No shame. Nutmeg. They I'm just saying. Towards, Stop talking. Uh, right. they, they look towards Nutmeg, and Nutmeg's like, you were on your way out anyway. It's your choice. Uh, and they just kind of, like, sh- give you, like, a shifty look. And Talk to... Walk- Talk to the military guy. He's probably like a 30 seconds behind me. He'll fill you in on everything else. I'm going to go deal with the tree. Oh, uh, um, also, they, make sure know. he doesn't call you guys brothers, because I know he, that's, he keeps doing that. People I keep, keep fucking doing that. Just I know. Doing, we share the same first name, not the last name. We, I, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> now, you, now you see Christmas blush, and Kristoff like, just gives like a very pointed look. Uh, <laughs> and the two just start walking away, and immediately you, you hear Hoon just <laughs> like running up behind you. Oh my god! Oh boy! You can run so quick! Oh, I haven't had to run that fast since drill train! Yes, oh yes, lieutenants, whatever. Uh, oh talk to god. them. Do your thing. Oh. Save the people, I guess. What? Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, Chris is. Uh, hey. Uh, we 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 definitely need to start. Uh, no, we're 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 going. We're, oh, we're, we're going. Yeah, we're oh, good. All right. <laughs> they just start like waving their hands, like you don't need to keep talking, buddy. And they're just backing away. They're just not touching this. Uh, you can see they don't make to head towards the town. Uh, you are able to tell, like, because that's the path you just came from. Instead, they're angling more towards the east, as though to head towards the beach to confirm what you said first. All right. Uh. I know you want to confirm, but you're going to lose some precious time if you do that. Just letting you know. So uh, just just be prepared. Take take good care. They yeah. Just um. Don't respond and walk away. Also, right. wait, wait. Uh, make sure you take care of the, the 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 two scrawny dudes. They look like they're they're they have some musical instruments. High value targets. They're they're just gone. They just walk into the trees and vanish. I think that went well. I I was useless. I <laughs> <laughs> look down at Nutmeg. Yeah, Rodent. I do. What's wrong? Oh, you're on the brink of some very dangerous magic. Ah, yes, yes, yes. I've heard it all before. Mm -hmm. Please, let's get to the tree. Come on. Mm -hmm. 
No, give me a moment. <laughs> give me the DM a moment while I look something up. <laughs> <clears throat> Make a wisdom saving throw for me, Zeke. Okay, great. <laughs> Wait, do you want me to use Z's wisdom, I, or do you want I me to use one of them Q's? works. Okay. Uh, All right. It's affecting. It's gonna affect the body, so it's up to you. Like who, who would have control of the body in this moment? Uh, definitely Z is still in control with the charm. Uh, let me get his wisdom. It's plus three. Oh my god, it's plus seven to the wisdom save. That's a nineteen. That's a nineteen. Uh, you feel <laughs> you are able to tell. You feel the spell polymorph press in on your body, and it does not work. And that Meg just kind of goes. <laughs> it just sucks her teeth and just walks into the woods. Uh, you are probably you could make an insight check. Do you want to turn me into a rodent? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. You immediately guessed it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she just starts walking towards the tree. What? Oh, all right. Um. Yeah. Let's let's go. Uh, eventually, following Nutmeg, she leads you to the crater, and she goes, "There, have at it, you fucking wacko." <laughs> Thank you very much. I take out the blade and just start waving it. Hoon is definitely at the ready at this point, just like kind of muscles tense. Like, yeah. yeah. I start waving it. Yeah. I start waving it like, a, uh, what's it called? Like an airport. I'm at the airport and I'm like guiding <laughs> air traffic. How close are you to the tree? Uh, if it doesn't react while I start waving it, I'll just keep taking a few steps forward until it starts reacting. All okay. the while Hoon has like ready who's so ready so you start at we'll say you, you at 300 feet you see a reaction which is just the the bows of the splinters start to shake and then they still themselves and you get closer and at about 150 feet they start to lean and sway as though swaying with the wind but you notice they lean a little bit closer towards you than they should you get to 120 feet and you can start to hear cracking and you see the dirt shifting beneath you as roots start to like uh, Q, Q, feet. you should start back I'm, up now. Yeah, at that point, Q? once it's starting to come out of the ground. Yes, I hear you, smart one. Uh, quote, Who is that? If you couldn't what? hear, there are air quotes around smart, by the way. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to start backing up mm. slowly but surely. See if it continues to like get out of the ground. You see the roots start, like, rising and falling out of the dirt, like those old depictions of sea monsters on, like, maps. Like, it's just the roots are coming out of the dirt and then sinking back in and just coming yeah. out and sinking back in. But they don't seem to be edging closer than 120 feet. I see. So it doesn't seem like it's unrooting itself. Not yet, no. Okay. Um, then I will stand at the precipice, the 120 feet, and I will hold it out, and I'll speak out to the tree. Okay. Um... And Z will say, come now, you big piece of dead wood. We have to get you off to where you belong. Come now. Come on. There is no reaction to your words. Um, Q, I, I, I think I, I hate it. I hate this, but we, we need to get closer. <sighs> I know, smart one. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate the compliment. Indeed. All right. I will step a few feet closer. How close? I will approach another 20 feet, so I'm so 100, 100 feet away. Feet? You can see the roots now are not sinking below the ground. Their movement has stopped in little ridges, and there is a... You have you said that you were like waving the sword like an airport uh, yes. guider. So there are 
like paths of roots. Like they are coming out in little loops on either side of the walkway that you have taken towards this tree. And they are just now remaining stationary, primarily above ground. I see. Clearly leading you further in. And then also, like, how far away are they from Q? From Q? At most 10 feet. Oh, so no. they're very close. They're very close. Um, I will back out again. Okay. All right, you big one. Come on. Let's get a move on. The roots sink back beneath the dirt, and there is no further reaction. Uh, I hate this. This is very frustrating. You know, I, I, I just wish things could happen smoothly. I, uh... All right, hold on. Let me let me let me actually think. Hold As on. As do I. It seems things revolving you rarely act smoothly. Well, I I mean I could. Hmm. What I could do. Uh, DM. Yes. Can I? Can I do a thing of like re? Hold on. Uh. Okay. So I want to do Maximilian's Earth and Grass, but. I want to know if I could use it to, like, yank the tree out the ground. That's definitely going to be a check. <laughs> you could try, but it's I definitely going to be a check. All right, so you would at least allow the attempt. Okay. I would allow the attempt. Let me look up the spell. So you could make this attempt. It will be a contested roll. The Eggdrosti will roll to remain rooted uh, with advantage because it is already so. Uh, and you will have to roll a contested We'll use your spell attack modifier. Okay. To attempt to basically make a shove attack against this thing. Okay. Um, and that would be that that spell attack. All right. Um, Q. Q mm. I, I I could um I, I might be able to to yank it out the ground, but I I gotta get real close, man. I. Uh, then do it. Oh God. Oh god. Alright. Uh I'm 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 looking for you to, to watch my back, man. And um sure. Hoon, Hoon is gonna um <laughs> Yeah, all right, bro. <laughs> Hoon's okay. gonna walk forward and you know, see How what's happening. Uh well, within thirty feet and watching for things oh as god. they occur. Within thirty feet? Great. So as you'll notice as you step past 120 feet, uh-huh. the not react to you. Okay. And you keep getting closer and there is still no reaction. And you get right. your threshold of half of that, of 60 feet. Okay. This is the threshold where the last time Q went in to investigate this thing, bad shit immediately happened the moment you crossed this point. Do you still cross it? Oh, God. Um, Q pushes him forward. Yeah. <laughs> Hoon, like, he's, he's like, he's so hesitant, you know, because he's, he's, he's in his head. He's, he's, he's batshit scared. You know, he he's seen he's seen things, but he know he has to get it done. He's got that soldier mindset. You know, it's gotta happen. But like he's thinking that and then just gets shoved. Okay. So you Move don't try it. to resist it? Ah! So the moment you step within sixty feet, what is your armor class? Oh boy. Um it would be a twelve with a reaction modifier. Well I mean I mean fourteen. The fourteen if you use the thing. Okay. So yeah. let me decide how kind I'm gonna be. Actually, you roll for how kind I'm going to be. Okay. (laughs) Roll for kindness. Roll for kindness. This is fine. Can I get a kindness check? Yeah, you can get a kindness check. Um, Kindness saving throw? Um, You want kindness saving throw? Yeah, you want this to be high. Um, How about a five? A five? Great. So that armor (laughs) class is 14 with your reaction, you said? Uh Uh-huh. Great, 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 great. 
Yeah, that's going to hit. Yeah, that's going to hit. Oh, no. Okay. You take 26 points of bludgeoning damage immediately as the trees around you shoot to life. You watch roots eject from the soil, wrap around the like the trunks of the various surrounding trees, and they lean in and vines lash at you, lacerating your body, covering you immediately in heavily bleeding cuts. And you can see the uh, the splinter is manipulating these trees into attacking you. Um, Hoon gets blasted back and is down as he gets like he lands against a tree that wasn't moving. Hoon is unconscious. Unconscious. Grand. Uh, the splinters roots eventually recede as it realizes there is nothing left alive within its range and sink back beneath the dirt. And you just hear nutmeg from the back kind of just go. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. <laughs> really, really. I thought you said you knew what you were doing. Oh, I do. That guy, not so much. Okay, get the fuck out of the way. She like pushes your shin as though she's actually like shoving you out of the way. She kind of like lightly waddles past. Like a, watching a squirrel walk on two legs is a little fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> and she just walks over to Hoon's unconscious body. Real quick, Hoon, what you seeing? What's going on? What's going on? In that little head of yours. So, Hoon is actually having a, a small little flashback um, to when he was, like, five. And this was the last time that he had, like, a meaningful social interaction. Unfortunately, it was, it was bad, right? He was, he was minding his own business. It was in the schoolyard. And there was all these, like, really cool, like, tech bubbles that existed. And you saw, like, there was just... You know, like metal everywhere. The, the the playground was that of it creates its own self and then deconstructs itself because of the 3D printing that existed. And like it, what what ultimately what happened is he was, you know, making his own little like sandcastle of sorts. Right. And he completed the project and he was able to remove it from its build plate. And, you know, he was very happy. But then, you know. The, the 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 two school bullies they pull up to alongside him and and they they take it they they grip it right out of his grasp and 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 they look at him in like this most pathetic most unapologetic most devastating state of i don't care and then they proceed to take the thing that hoon spent so much time and energy of this whole half an hour session of recess to make and they throw it over the fence only for it to get splat against a moving hover car at like 60 miles an hour. You are recalling this childhood memory and in the moment as you are recalling it, the sky seems different. The sky seems different in this memory. You don't feel like it's supposed to look like that and it's it's a very slight thing out of the corner of your eye because you're just reliving this moment. You're not you know, you're not present. This is a memory but out of the edges of your vision you see fangs sinking into the edges of this memory and in that moment your eyes shoot open and your body <laughs> oh what where and am you i feel, you feel just a handful of acorns in your mouth and as you try and speak as hoon looks up uh you see q z standing aside arms crossed staring at you with the exact same expression as the bullies were looking at you. Oh, by the way, Nutmeg hit an absolutely insane heal. 
Uh, you heal thirty-three points. Wow! Oh my God, what crazy amount of healing? Are you done? What? We have to get a move on. Why? Why are you looking at me like that? Get, 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 get away from me! All right, I take a few steps back. Meta. What? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I. So am okay. I. All right. All right. Um, so this isn't working. Mm. I. I am. Um, what happened, man? Uh, Z is not paying you any mind. You see, actually, the same thing that you do when you take out equations, uh, when you make do your magic, and you have like that magical chalk that you use that kind of just makes up the the equations midair. Um, right. You see that Z is currently doing something extremely similar with their hands, just like kind of moving things aside, like eyes darting left and right, as if there is something in front of them that he can see that you can't. And he's doing the same kind of like equation mathematics, um, just trying to stack things up, then speaks up and goes, okay, um, that didn't work. I'm going to try this uh, and is going to cast Mage Hand Mm -hmm. to hold the sword and kind of start moving it forward. Okay. Raggedy bitch. So (laughs) as the sword gets within 120 feet, you see the brutes reappear and once again form the pathway. And then the sword continues to close. And your mage hand... Oh, you're an arcane trickster, right? I'm not. I'm an What is the range on your mage hand? My mage hand is only 30 feet. So you have to walk behind it. Mm-hmm. And you are walking down this path with the blade floating in front of you. And the, the, the roots form this little... Wall. I'm also, just in case, I'm gonna... Before I get put it way too far in front of me, I'm gonna take mm-hmm. out a rope, tie the hilt of the blade to uh, the rope, and then hold on to the other ha- hand. Like, the other end of the rope. So I'm kind of like walking my my sword. You're walking I mean, your not sword. my sword, but like you know, it's like you're walking a dog. You yeah, you just got yeah. on a leash, you know. So I I basically yeah. Alistair, you are sword. getting some weird sensations from Miara. <laughs> Can't you tell. Are getting, you are getting flashbacks of some weird times. Oh God. Uh. <laughs> but. <laughs> Rope bunny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you can... I wouldn't put it past her. Uh... <laughs> you feel you feel like your tongue tastes like the bottom of a steel bowl. Uh Oh no. Uh... <laughs> it's real crazy. But uh you walk your yeah. <laughs> you you walk your sword and knowing what is going to happen, I will give you an opportunity to contest this, but I will say the moment the sword crosses the, the threshold of 60 feet the reaction from the splinter is different. It is not the trees reaching in as the splinter takes control of them. You see the forest sunder as roots tear from the earth and wrap into the branches of the tree. And like an octopus latching its tentacles onto a shelf or something, or like a rock shelf or stones to propel itself, these roots latch into the tree canopy and the splinter pulls itself from the earth and starts rushing towards the sword. Uh, and I will give you, in this moment, the opportunity to contest uh, the Yggdrasity's attempts to grasp this item. And uh, DM, mm-hmm. I, uh, I have to know, yeah, what's the splinter. demographics? You know the word. Mm-hmm. It, it's, uh, uh, Q is 60 feet from the splinter? Q I think I'm 90 feet. feet. Yeah, you are 90 feet. The sword is 60 feet. And yes, Yggdrasdi. By the way, Yggdrasdi is an actual stat block listener. You can look it up. We all modify it a little bit, though. Uh, so, Hoon also sees this happening from his, like, half-sat-up position and casts mm-hmm. Catapult on a grade at the same time. 
Okay. So first we'll resolve the contested role between Z and the, the splinter. So you will be making this role using your intelligence uh, because you are using a spell to do this. Uh, this thing will also roll. So just go ahead and roll your intelligence, not proficiency. Just roll. Okay. Uh, it's a uh, 23. Great. Uh, this thing <laughs> got a natural two. Uh, so you see this 24. Th- this splinter <laughs> yanks itself from the ground and immediately you hear cracking wood and the thing <clears throat> face plant, like face plant is not the right word because it doesn't have a face. But plant plants. Can- yeah. The, 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 plant it, plants. It, yeah. Plant plants. Uh, into the dirt as like the canopy cracks underneath the weight of bearing this thing and in the moment where like you could see roots were lashing out of the ground and out of the bottom of this thing to grab at the blade uh they just collapse under the weight of the falling tree and you have a moment to yank it back uh and at this point we will move into initiative okay uh, i will say you guys will act first because you rolled that we'll we'll call that contested roll initiative as well just to simplify things oh okay uh got it uh hoon you're throwing a grenade what's uh-huh. the range on catapult buddy yeah yeah well i mean i i figure i got knocked back within because i got within 60 right yeah what's the range on catapult all right uh it's actually 60 feet oh great no, so, no, no, no. 60 feet is the area that you can find an object. The object flies up to 90 feet. Oh. oh wonderful. Yes. So you oh, yeah, look at to, that. You are able to blast a grenade at this thing. Uh, it's a big fucking tree. I'm not even going to roll to save. <laughs> I'm not even going to roll. You're throwing a grenade at a tree. It would be disappointing if you missed. Just roll your damage. It's not getting thrown. It's getting launched. And, you know, who... Yeah, and you get extra damage from catapult. Uh-huh. And what you see is like he he's like sitting down on the ground, you know, with his legs sprawled out, kind of like in this defeated state, and he just sees everything that's happening. He starts like scribbling in like with his madness in the air, and then he um in his left hand he has the, the grenade and he pulls it with his teeth, the the pin, and he launches it, right? And Man, remember when Ash cast catapult on the grenade, and it, the, the way I described it was him just taking the grenade and throwing it really hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the catapult damage is going to be twenty. Okay. And then the grenade going to explode. It's going to do ten. Let's see here. Let's what type see. of damage does it do? Uh, the grenade does uh, piercing damage. Okay. And it does five d six. Okay. Oh my roll! I just did forty-one points of combined damage. Wow! Look at you! <laughs> you did it. Uh, you cast catapult on this grenade, and you hear like a ting, 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 ting as the grenade lands in one of the cavities in the tree, Ooh. and you just see it like settle for a moment, and then. <gasps> Like, this blast emanates from inside the tree, and there's just a single plume of smoke, bla- like, pressing out from the uh, from the crater of the tree. And uh, you see the outside of the tree, like, splinters and, like, kind of presses outward for a moment before you hear cracking and breaking as it sets itself back into place. Uh, so... Now we will move into initiative. We're going to do this. As, like it, it's, it's simple. We're going to do this. So you guys will act, and then the thing will act. Oh yeah. What, you, what the fuck you gonna do? Uh, hey, I'm gonna know. I'm gonna do a thing. 
Yeah, what the fuck is it? Yeah. Uh, all right. So is it my turn already? Is that what's yeah. going on? All right. Um, I'm saying you and you and Hoon will act on the same initiative here, and then it will be the splinter, and then it'll go back to you guys. Just to keep Z, it Z turns over uh, his shoulder uh, and doesn't have a change in expression towards Hoon. Uh, it's the same dismissive kind of don't care attitude, uh, and just goes, hmm. Looks like the smart one actually is capable of a little something after all. Good for you. Uh, and I will start to kind of just bait back the sword now and yell up at uh, the splinter and go, All right, well, unless you want to sit here and get blasted to bits, time to follow the apple. Come on now. Stick and carrot, stick and carrot. Come now. Uh, and just kind of goes back to like waving it, uh, pulling the sword back to him, seeing if. Uh, it is since it's now uprooted, right? It's like kind of come yes. out of the ground. If it's going to start approaching or not, does it seem like that that is it's you intent? can see roots are already like reaching out and grabbing the trunks of trees. It's not going to try and like dock ock like swing through the forest yeah. as it was going to try before, but you can see already roots are starting to pull it forward and it is dragging itself across the dirt towards you. Got it. Um, I will, I will tell you this thing moves quicker than you would like. Understood. Uh, I think Z will call out to Hoon and go, Hoon, go find Alistair and give them this. Uh, and is going to just, I guess, I guess, no, because that wouldn't make sense. What? Mm. You're, trying oh, to okay. wrench, you're trying to wrench the bolt out of the hill? I know what I'll do is I will get the bolt, right? I have the, mm. I have the sword. Yeah. Uh, I'll take an encode thoughts as my action so that there's a thought strand that when crushed uh, will express the thought that I have. And I will um, kind of like start running back, uh, just kind of throw the strand so it kind of like does like a little paper float down to the ground in front of Hoon mm-hmm. um, and say, that will tell uh, Alistair the plan. Um, I'm going to go throw this thing in the ocean and then Alistair can go ahead and get it back. All right. What? You just it, uh, uh, All right. Don't die. That would be quite regrettable. Oh, really? Uh, really? Because you looked at me like you didn't care. God! It would make this go much longer than it has to. As you and said, that, about Hoon that. was already running away. Whatever. Uh, Q on the inside is like, can you treat my friends any better? Like, come on. Like, you gotta be an asshole to everyone. Uh, and Z just rolls his eyes as he continues to run off. Um, so that was my action to do encode thoughts. I will bonus action uh, dash so I get a full 50 feet of movement. Um, Great. As I'm running away. Okay. So uh, we will say that Hoon is able to evacuate no problem. The splinter has... You have its full focus. Uh, and in this moment, you see it is dragging itself across the ground and yanks itself forward. And in one pull, you can see it propels itself 40 feet across the, across the dirt and is like directly behind you. Uh, and will, in this moment is going to attack you a little bit. Is going to take some attacks. Uh, what's your armor class? <laughs> 14. 14. Great. Uh, fucking wizards. Okay, so that's going to be two hits. Okay, um, let's make one of those a natural one. Great, that's going to be one hit. Make a strength saving throw. Okay. Um, I'm also going to use reaction... What do you get on the hit? Uh... uh... Which one did you stop? The first one or the second one that hit? Which, um, one, are you, which one are you stopping? We'll do the second one. Why the not? second one? 
Can you say the first one? Um, <laughs> sure, we'll do the first one then. Thank you. Uh, just makes it so much easier for me. Uh, the second one had a total of 18 to hit. All right, then I will reaction shield. AC goes up to 19. Grand. Uh, so you, which would have been good, because I remember that the first one was higher. Uh, right. You immediately see this thing launches itself forward, and a roots rip out of the ground, attempting to, uh, attempting to wrap around you. And you can see that these things, the roots, as they come out, are not... Oh, wait, you didn't experience the other splinter, so you don't have a point of reference for this. You can no. see as the roots come out, they are barbed on the inside. You can see that the roots, as they rip out, are have the same appearance as the lips of a Venus flytrap. These things are Whoa. to capture, contain, and then kill. Oh my god. Uh, Sick. Oh my. Uh, and that's, that's going to be its turn. Uh, it is your turn. You are currently, I think, distance-wise, uh, mage hand to pull it back. Uh... You command Mage Hand to pull it back, and then you run. Whole distance thing. I'm, I'm going to say you're 15 feet away from it. <laughs> okay. Because it wouldn't be able to make the attacks anyway, otherwise. Yeah, sounds good to me. Uh, I'm going to use action to cast Long Strider on myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then now I have a 35 base movement. Um, I, will, I will take an attack of opportunity, uh, and I will try to move away. Okay. It's going to make an attack roll. Your armor class is still 19, unless that fades at the top. It of your does turn. fade at the top of my turn. Okay. Oof. So it's going to hit. What's the hit? I'm not going to tell you this time. Rude. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, now I have to try to remember what the attack to hit is for the splinter. I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a if plus. you remember, that doesn't tell you what I rolled. <laughs> no, it doesn't, but it, I, it does give me something else. I think it's a plus six to hit. I'm not positive. Really, another? It's a plus seven to hit. You think? All right. Well, then it would be even more. God damn, dude! I forget what I did. Uh, Three so going to hit. It would be pointless. It would be pointless to do all this. Um, yeah, I made this thing very dangerous. <laughs> oh, I'll do another reaction shield. I'll just try it with a total of twenty. It's still going to hit. <laughs> Unfortunate. Make all right. a strength or dexterity saving throw. Your choice. Either one works. Uh, it's a nat one. I'm going to port and roll that to a 12 plus six for an 18. An 18 will succeed. You take, I, how did I already forget what I rolled? Uh, <laughs> you take <laughs> 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Got it. And you see one of the roots wrap around you. And there is a moment as you can feel you are not, you are not about to be grappled. You are about to be restrained. This thing wraps Ooh. around your arms and moves to drag you to the dirt. And you have to, twist your body and you hear of tearing fabric as the entire lower half of the trench coat gets ripped away and you just managed to squeeze past with the most heroic sacrifice we've seen this whole campaign uh as oh, wow you leave the bottom 14 feet of your trench coat i don't remember how long it was uh z what the fuck wrapped in the tree branch but just managed to escape do you know how much stitch work silas had to do for this thing uh and just z is just heavy breathing not used to actually operating the body um very awkwardly running with long strider kind of like slithering almost Mm. um (laughs) you uh, also have tentacles out like grabbing at trees yes yes absolutely uh, I'm gonna say, yeah, so then uh, bonus action dash, that gets me 70 feet more away from it. Grand. Okay. What's uh, Nutmeg up to while this is happening? Nutmeg's like, this! And she, <laughs> she runs the fuck away. 
Uh, you see, she is like, is she, you watch as Hoon runs away, Nutmeg is just kind of like latched onto Hoon's pack, and she's just like, uh-uh! <laughs> just running with Hoon? Yeah, not running, she, she's just riding. Riding on with Hoon. Yeah, she's not doing this shit. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> a crazy guy came into the forest and said, I know your name and your problems, and she's like, fuck that. Yeah. He's gone. <laughs> he's, he looks so tweaked out, like you said, the eyes yeah. bulging, purple yeah, he, he veins like going through them. He looks yeah. like a crackhead. He looks like, he looks like he's on fantasy drugs, 100%. Yeah. You yeah. look like you just devoured a coca plant. Like, uh, roots and all. You just went to the ground like a horse. <laughs> just like dug it in. lasts longer in a mind flayer system. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, because all the all of it went directly to Z's tiny little body. Yeah, because he was just eating it. He was just kind of like sucking on my spinal cord, you know. Yeah, getting that good coca plant. Oh, there's a little mind flare leech in your fucking brain stem, just yep. coked out. Uh, so this thing being too far away to move and attack you in the same turn is just going to dash and get within five feet of you. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, with its eighty feet of movement, as you see, it pulls itself forward once. And not needing to worry about sticking to the ground because it, won't, it it's too far away to attack. This thing you can see actually digs a little bit into the dirt, wraps its roots around a tree, and launches itself forward like a dolphin leaping out of the water. And you see this tree, like, roots waving in the air behind it. Looks like somebody threw a wig at you. Uh, just, like, flies through the air and skids into the ground until it's five feet away from you, and the roots you see sink in and start to surround you once again. It's like horrifying. I definitely uh, had a song in my head, and it was like the screaming song, and it was from it was in a Shrek movie at one point. It was in a Shrek movie. It was like screaming. Wait, 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 wait. song. It, it was. It was. It was. It was one of those like really recognizable songs too. Yeah, like probably the immigrant song. Probably. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Copyrighted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't even know if that was it. <laughs> no, Close that enough. was more Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, so uh, you tell me, Evan, but I'm not sure if there's a way this thing can actually catch me. Um, I have bonus action disengage action dash for 70 feet of movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can only catch up with me with a dash action, basically. Yes. The issue, because this thing will be moving slightly faster than you, because you have 70 feet and it has yes. eight, at some point it would be able to leap over your head and get in front of you if you were to take a disengage action every turn. Okay, got it. You would need to have one turn where you take a full dash in order to get completely out of this thing's range. Okay, Um, understood. Then I think, how how many turns would I have before it's able to jump over me? Like another one and then it's within range? Currently, it's it would... directly next to you. So yeah, it would be this turn. It would be able okay. to leap over your head, get in front of you. I will bonus action disengage. Mm-hmm. I will move forward 35 feet. And then I'll try to do... I think I might try to hide. Okay. Mm, it can sense Arcana, though. I see. That is a big Not problem. just Arcana. It was able to sense... You would recall this. It was able to sense your footsteps out to yeah. 120 feet. Yeah, so it has like a tremor sense. Okay, um, would I be able to kind of, like, take shortcuts as I'm running through the forest? Like, kind of, like, do a hard right and a hard left? behind a tree? You know, like, behind a tree to, like, block its ability to leap after you? I will say yes, but I'm still gonna, I'm gonna need you to make a dexterity save to not trip, as, like, juking through deep woods. Yes. Very difficult thing to do. Yes. 
Fair uh, enough. So go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw for me. And for every turn that you successfully do this, I will add 15 feet of movement to you. Uh, cool. So if you succeed on this, I think it's three times, you would be able to get fully out of this thing's ability to retake with opportunity attacks. All right, what's the DC? Uh, it's in my head. Just go ahead and roll. I got a 12. Uh, that's going to be a failure for turn one. This thing lands okay. and is again able to attack of opportunity if you don't disengage. I absolutely will disengage. Yeah, you just keep going. <laughs> I will say I realize the way that I set this up that like it, as long as you keep disengaging, it w- like if you are juking through the woods, it will never be able to close enough with you to be a threat. Mm. So I will just describe as this goes because sure. we can we can continue this, but eventually you will just succeed three of the rolls. Uh, and I do not like there is not a failure for this. It is just how long this takes. Yeah. Uh, so you are sprinting through the woods, and it is a manic like chase you are dodging behind trees and as you like duck behind a tree you hear a cracking and you look up to see an entire tree just like launched uh as the splinter like snaps the tree in half flying into it like doing a flying body slam into it uh, <laughs> tumbling over it skidding into Lord. the ground on the other side and like digging its roots in and dragging itself back after you uh, and you are again running and another tree vanishes and you can kind of hear in the distance nutmeg just fuck no <laughs> like screaming oh, uh, no. uh roll for me Another dexterity saving throw to see how long this takes. It's just going to be this one. If 22. Su- Good. I was going to say, if you succeed, this happens. You get to the beach by noon. You fail. It takes until the afternoon. Uh, so you are bolting through the woods. And again, you just hear crack and crack and crack as this thing tears a line clean through the woods. Q may have cared. Z does not. At some point, as you are running past, there is still a moment, though, as you look over your shoulder and you see the destruction wrought in your wake. And it is a line of broken trees, splinters covering the ground. There is sap and mulch everywhere. And the forest is torn in half as though by a blade of a god. And you just keep running. And eventually, you make it out of the deep woods. And the cracks become less so here. But now you can see that there are deer and small animals and living creatures that are booking it out of the way of this massive chase. And you can see at one point, I'm going to present you a trolley problem. Uh, There is a point where you are about to dodge out of the way and you see just a little baby deer directly in the path of the splinter. And you could take a moment to detour, but you don't know what that moment might cost you or you can Uh, dodge past. Z cares so... like. I cannot overstate how little he cares about this creature in front of him. Um, <laughs> Q is wincing and is like, please don't kill the baby deer, Z. Please, please don't let this baby deer die in front of us, man. Come on. Uh, Z fully does not take the detour. Um, runs straight past it. Uncaring. Time, as the trunk snaps and another tree is killed, you hear a squelch. And a crack. Oh, man, come on! You couldn't have at least turned off our ears for this one? Oh. And you keep running. Eventually, you make it to the cliff. You are out of the tree line, and there is a few hundred feet between you and the cliff edge. And you are sprinting full tilt. 
At this point, I feel like it's fair to make you roll a constitution saving throw because you have been sprinting for hours under a dire chase. 15. 15? I'm going to say that's not high enough. You take a mm. level of exhaustion uh, from pushing your body this hard. Z does not feel it. Q does. You feel the fatigue. You feel a pain behind your joints. You realize that some of your muscles have been worked past the point that they would normally be able to preserve and like are ripped and torn and your body is degrading as you have pushed it this far. And once again, you see the Yggdrasi just dragging itself towards you as you approach the cliff's edge over this water. What do you uh, Z uh, will turn around towards it, um, fling back like the trench coat, like a cape below. There is the no wind. trench coat to flick. Um, oh, never mind. Uh, you know, kind of just <laughs> it's, the it's torn there, but part. it's like a, it's a shoulder cape that it goes down it's to a shoulder about, like, cape. the bottom of your ribs. <laughs> he, he flips the shoulder cape that is a trench coat now. Um, <laughs> takes a deep one-armed bow, uh, holding out the sword, and does the classic villain brilliant laughter, maniacally screaming. <laughs> <laughs> as he falls backwards into the ocean uh holding on to the sword um i don't have any spell slots left to cast feather fall oh no <laughs> <laughs> so what i will do yep. is i will activate the one thing i haven't been able to use of this trench coat yet which is the chrysalis um so i will be gaining uh basically what happens is the coat expands from the rip uh as this like weird like um gooey uh chrysalis it, it's like um a shell basically of just this weird like mucus membrane um just fully covers uh z in like this shell as they fall off um sinking beneath the waves okay so do, what does the what does this chrysalis do for you so what it does is um, I gain 20 temporary hit points. Mm. At my speed is zero. I can't take actions or reactions. I regain 2d6 hit points at the start of each of my turns. Uh, okay. And this lasts for a minute. Roll. I'm going to roll here. You have one round to regain hit points before you collide with the water. Sounds go good. Ahead and go ahead and roll 2d6. I get nine, which is pretty good. Okay. I'm going to roll for falling damage. Sounds good. I'm going to roll to decide how much falling damage I roll for. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So tense. Q could die and it wouldn't even, it's not even up to him. Is this? (laughs) You tell me if this, I I will tell you what happens and then you will tell me, I will tell you the damage and you tell me if it drops you. Q drops and you, as you are falling, feel the chrysalis forming around you. It forms around the back first as you fall, and you feel it collide with the water, and you feel the press of damage. And you sink beneath the waves as the chrysalis continues to form, and you watch the splinter collapse into the water above you. Like, digging into... Digging into doesn't feel right because it's aquatic, but still it punches into the water, and you see the roots press out, and like an octopus's tentacles, this thing starts to propel itself towards you faster than you are falling. And just as it is about to reach you, you have a flash of fangs before you see an like iridescent scaled beast touch the sapling in the mouth and slam into the cliffs underwater. And you see dust and shale and rock collapse around you in an eruption of earth as the Nidhogling arrives and devours this thing. And you see it like pulls back 
and like a squid fighting, like a giant squid fighting against a sperm whale, you could see roots reaching out of the Nidhogling's mouth, like trying to pull itself out. And you can see the Nidhogling's mouth for a moment is torn open. And the, like, the splinter is a moment away from pulling free before a tiny little arm just like it reaches around from the Nidhogling and just like kind of pushes it, pushes it back in, just <laughs> like forces it back down. Uh, and the maw closes. And you just hear the sound of shredding wood echo through the water. Q takes 33 points of falling damage. Is Q standing? I have nine hit points remaining. (laughs) Eventually, you regain all of that as you remain in the chrysalis. And you sink to the bottom of the ocean. And you see thudding into the sand alongside you a shower of Nidhogling scales. Oh, Alistair, what do you do with your afternoon or with your noon? Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What What do I do? You know, like what? Yeah. Like <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll start there. Hoon, where are you going? <laughs> All right. So Hoon is booking it. I mean, booking it so hard to uh, where Alistair said that they would be last. Um, so presumably, to yeah, to the barrows. Okay. All right, Alistair, then. What do you do with your noon? Do you remain yeah. in the barrows? Do you go into town? Um, do you want to head to the beach? I want to, like, that's silly to go, like, all the way from the barrows to the beach and then back to the barrows. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's just not feasible. Um, I feel like hmm, there's a part of me that thinks, like, Alistair would probably just repeat and just kind of go back. He needs to contact Avra one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of, um, afterwards whether he would kind of follow her back to town because we did say hey yeah we'll meet up again at noon but i don't think we were really specifically clear yeah i mean opera inevitably will like you know will be walking into you can catch her while she's still in the barrows yeah that's what i'm saying so yeah no just but and i assume you're telling her about everything yes she just goes okay this is the last one then i will be there all right, I mean, hopefully, yeah, it's the last one. I mean, if things go to plan and, you know, well, people don't die along the way, that's, uh, you know. I, I'm just, I can't, pardon me if, if it's, it feels crazy to believe it could ever end. I could kind of empathize with that, um, but, you know, at the same time, haven't done it quite as much as you have, so, uh... Alistair sits there and just thinks for a moment, just, did we actually decide where we were going to meet up? Like, we just said, yeah, we'll meet up at noon, and just kind of ran. Q said the beach, because that was the idea where uh, Hoon would be waiting for the rebels, and then at the also, um, that's where Q was going to head anyways, with the tree. Um, so I remember mentioning the beach, but that is out of the way for you, so. yeah. Um, I guess he would follow Avra kind of into town, at least. Okay. Uh, Hoon, I will say, you see Alistair and Avra walking. Oh, okay. As you are heading into the barrows, you see them heading off into town. Nutmeg, by the way, is still latched onto your pack. Oh, brilliant. Uh, uh, oh, uh, hey, I'm hey, Alistair! Stop hey! running! I want to go back to the woods! No, keep running! <laughs> hey, Stop running! Alistair! Nutmeg, Nutmeg, what are you doing out of the forest? That doesn't make... I, I rode on. The, I rode on the hourglass once back because he's significantly faster than me. But then he wouldn't stop and let me get off. 
What? I, mean, I, I didn't even know you were there. There must have been a reason for oh, it. God. I was shouting at you. What do you mean? Oh, um, <laughs> Alistair here. And Hoon uh, provides the strand to Alistair. Oh, right. Do I do? I don't know. Just hold it. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> a little written note. You gotta just focus yeah. in on it, uh, and the thought will echo in your head and say, yeah. "Ghastly one." Summon your sword whenever you prefer it. If you are to receive this message, then it means, uh, or it, I'm sorry, if the sword is to uh, go back to your hands, then the mission is successful. Uh, if it, it did not happen, then I'm most likely dead. Nothing about that message filled me with the warm and fuzzies. Uh. What? No, what? and you could, the thing is, is you can specifically, that message uh, is right. not cute. You you like yeah. fully no accent no un, like yeah, not even no like that I picked up on but yeah, yeah. Um, plus like we had that conversation about brainmates so like yes yes yeah so like Alistair's picking up what he's put what you're putting down just uh just all right all right let's see if I can do this um you see him just kind of like focus and sit and just kind of spend a moment kind of channeling just thunder <laughs> thunder hmm. thunder ghost. <laughs> there's like a there's like a thunder cloud that lets a spirit that just comes down from the heavens <laughs> no you you see what happens as you like go thunder ghost oh you kind of hold that pose for a moment and nothing happens and you're like uh uh and then you hear something you just hear like lightly from the distance just hold on hold on uh and you kind of turn and look and running towards you from the town uh, there is like a little. There is a ghost who you can see is wearing like a bright white toga. He's got like little sandals with little wings on the edges. Uh, he's got like a. <laughs> he's got like a uh, a little cra- like a little not crown but like a circlet around laurel, his head. Like a laurel. Yeah, he's got a, yeah. a laurel. Yeah, and he's just holding the crackle bolt scimitar above his head. He says, "Give me, hello, sir." <laughs> Okay. Just, so we're all just watching the sword kind of like bob through the air yeah. everyone else <laughs> just watching the sword slowly like approach you at the speed of a running man uh, and you see the ghost carrying it <laughs> like I, I, Alex I, I was watching like should I, should I should I do we like no I got it I got it I got it I got it I'm go- should I walk closer is all no like, I'll, be seems... I'll be there I'll be stay there I'll be fine Alistair, who are you talking to I just need a moment like I point Ooh. to the floating scimitar like kind of like, bobbing its way towards me what okay yeah. all right talk all right. to your sword <laughs> we've been through this yeah, but also yeah. no there's a person like literally you what? see the sword like bobbing through the air as if someone's yeah. holding it above their head and running. You can hear there's like a oh. little as the ghost tries to run through a tree and the sword is still corporeal. Like, so the ghost runs through the tree and the sword slams into it and just falls <laughs> to the ground. And then it goes, son of a bitch! It turns around and like bends down, picks it up and turns back around. Okay, okay, all right, all right, come on! <laughs> all right, um, yeah, this isn't quite how I imagined that. And approaches going, to be it honest. and says, okay, hold out your hand, I'll put it in. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> just hold my hand out. Just... And kind of plops the sword down. Holy shit. Oh my god, I had to run under the sea. Hold on. I, I, I had you... to like dodge like a fight thing is... between like a... Holy shit. Hold on, you're, you're a ghost. You don't have lungs. <laughs> Why are you winded? Um... <laughs> The realization hits the DM's yeah, face. Yeah, you see, you see the ghost kind of like straightens up, and you see like their chest isn't shaking with exertion, their heart like isn't beating. <laughs> they kind of just like straighten up, and they go, "Oh shit, you're right." <laughs> I, I think it was psychosomatic. 
<laughs> like it must be. I mean, again, you're a ghost. Like you don't have a physical body for lungs to be burning in, or like a heart to pump. Like I'm not. I mean, I'm sorry. I think, but... Honestly, I maybe just got too into it. I mean, it must have. Yeah. Let, you let's know, go it was that. even though, even though, like you know, I don't have a body. It's kind of scary running through a fight between two giant sea monsters. Even if you know you're not going to get hurt. Oh, well, I mean, if anything, I guess that means the plan worked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah, it was like a big, a, a, like, a tree with no leaves was, like, fighting a giant fucking thing. A giant thing. I don't even know. I, I turned shit. for a second and just kind of looked to Nutmeg and Avra. Just anyone else or just me? And they kind of both look at you and just go, like, anyone else? What? No. I don't. I right. Don't okay. Yeah. No. Um. Thank you, Spirit, for your service and fast delivery. May you ever have the wind at your heels and flowers to deliver. Um, yeah. This, the the ghost just kind of like nods and then is like, yeah, 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 flowers and whatnot, and then just kind of like holds out a hand. <laughs> <laughs> I tip him five Pierce bucks. <laughs> you put it in his palm and the bills just kind of like fall through his palm just goes he looks at them he watches them fall and he just goes i'm stupid and he just turns and walks away <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I, i'm just gonna pick those back up then uh, <laughs> just, just no dollar going to waste <laughs> not that goes okay that it's been a, i'm gonna go I'm gonna go take a nap and just starts walking back towards the forest. Right. Um, Nutmeg, to be aware, um, I do think some folks are gonna be headed towards the forest, uh, to seeking shelter from the uh impending raid, as it were. Uh, you too? Oh shit, maybe it is true. Well what? I mean, yeah, okay, it's I coked get it. out guy sprinted into the woods and was like, There's raiders coming, there's raiders coming. So, you know I mean like not not my first instinct to believe him. Nutmeg, why do you think I was also there? Like, what? I, I'm, I'm not just going to be a, a military military man in the woods with a no, no, with no, 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 no. With a you gotta like take this? a moment. You got to take a moment to understand. All right, what? a coked up dude and a dude in a military outfit run up to you and say, "This raider's coming." <laughs> you know, the fact that the dude's wearing a military outfit does not make it more believable. What do you mean? It's got all the respect in the world. I mean, I don't know what world you're living in. <laughs> it ain't mine. I'm going fucking home. <laughs> yes, no, oh. so just just be mindful of uh, folks you might get coming yeah, to... Yeah, I know the yeah. deal. They come into the yeah. forest when danger arrives. They've evacuated. Right. It's happened uh, before. If I may make one tiny little request, yeah. uh, keep an eye out for um small spooky-looking child. Uh, Arbless, he goes by. He's in with the rest of the, uh, the children folk they'll be coming through. He, um... I, I kind of make a, a look towards, like, Avra, like, oh, shit, should I, like... Um... Uh, Avra is, like, looking at you, eyes wide, already kind of, like, angry, like, you already fucking said the name. <laughs> Just keep going. Right. No, it's 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 more like, I mean, now that there's not something to cause... It's, it's, she just kind of, like, waves her hand. It's my son. I'd appreciate if you could watch out for him. Not Meg goes, right. there, not see, it. Okay. <laughs> that, I wasn't going... Yeah, no, it wasn't. Well, right. for better or for worse, the most dangerous thing in those woods is now gone. So you mean aside from you, right? She kind of just turns and looks at you and just goes, "I ain't gone." Oon <laughs> takes a step back. Wait, wait, yeah, wait, um, yeah, yeah. Good move, buddy. Yeah, uh, I'm further. Five more feet. What? Why? I, I don't. I don't need five to? more feet. You're still in my range. Uh, all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a glaive. She holds up her little staff. 
Yeah, no, who definitely takes another five foot yeah. back? Yeah, yeah. Right. So, uh, that all said, yeah, I guess, um, Avra, should I? I mean, should we? I guess I'll head into town with the rest of you. Just carry on. You know, make sure uh, evacuation procedures go into plan. I don't see why not. Okay. Uh, it's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> she kind of like hoists the cauldron back up and keeps like <laughs> trotting along towards the path. And you guys make it to the city um, at noon. Uh, mm-hmm. Question for the DM: yeah. the, the 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 geography of the place, right? Where were we when I met up with Alistair? You guys were right on the brink of like where the barrows head into the city. Like you, okay. you caught Alistair right as they were going in. Okay. So then, would it be would it be something to say that I would go directly to the beach and that would save time, or does it not matter in this case? Uh, I would say at this point, you guys are already in the city with your noon. Okay. Uh, you could head to the beach, but you would get there in the afternoon, which you know from experience, they are not there at the afternoon. Right. They are there. In the- no, yeah. in the afternoon, they are already en route, I believe. Last time, they were just getting off the boat and getting yeah. their plans oh, yeah. together and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, last time that was afternoon. I'm sorry, I mixed up my time slots. No problem. DM scratches chin. Look, it had to happen once. Uh, yeah, so yeah, you could head there and it would be, you would arrive in the afternoon. All right. Um, uh, Alistair, I, I, I'm going to do the same thing again. I'm going to try and dishevel their lines. Uh, right. I, at this point, I think we're, we're, we have some good momentum. And maybe, yeah. I, I don't know, I'll, I'll find Q somehow. Although, I, I don't know how I feel about confronting him because he was a right asshole to me. And I just, I don't know right. how I feel. And okay. I just, Here's the thing. I, I, yeah, Inside yeah. every person, there's always a nice side and a mm-hmm. dark side. <laughs> Inside well, in you, there are cases, <laughs> Yeah, in, in some cases, there's also like, like a slug or something that's like attached to your brainstem. So like, really, there's like three of you inside your head. What? No, so, there's there should only be one, and it decides no, who no. you are from like the beginning. Point being, Hoon, Hoon, I need you to listen up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So point being, that wasn't the default cue. That was stressed out cue, and that's what I'm going to go with. What? So. I did. I can understand complex time. thought. You don't have to speak, you know, please speak plainly, man. What are you trying to say? I mean, it's not my story to tell, to be honest, but, um, I mean, you, you, either way, he's, he was under a bit of pressure, we'll say, and, uh, hopefully he's had a moment to cool down. Um, okay, so it's not like the, the, the creepy, wibbly-wobbly bullshit that I experienced in that, that one world I went to? It's the, not like, it's not world. anything like that, right? The what now? Yeah, the, the the you know the 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 really the really scary, cold, dark, desolate, like place of coal, and and like and like there were some stairs, and and it was dark. <laughs> and I just I was not okay. Is it? It's not like that, right? I mean, with as little context as that gives me, I am going to assume no, because look, the sun, and it's it's warm, it's temperate, you know, uh, and there's a beach. Okay. So, from what I gather, I mean, it seems as though this is already leagues different from what you're describing. Uh, all right, all right. I just, you know, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna think. I'm gonna think about that. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna do that. I'm, I'm gonna do this. All right. Yeah, um, and just, um, you know, yeah. do what you did before, and just turn people into dust as I, many I, as you can. I, that I worked out really, really, really well. Uh, you see, Hoon, like really actually gives a, a pause for like a hot second and has some kind of emotion that's present. It's that of like, is this really me? 
and then instantly flashes back to like you know what you're normally used to, where he just like doesn't care about what's happening. And he goes, "All right, um, I'm I'm gonna head to the beach. I'm gonna go tr- see if I can head them off. Uh, wish me luck." All right, good luck. Um, Thanks. I would give you inspiration, but I feel like it would wear off before you got there. So. <laughs> oh, um, thanks. Uh, so Bye. Pat on the back. Get going. Thanks. You're, you're good, you smart little goof. Uh, thanks, man. He runs off into the distance towards the beach. Uh, Alistair, at this point, um, I, I didn't say this out loud because it wasn't my character that did this, but... Um, you probably would at this point feel a little shuffling by like your belt pouch, like your belt uh, that you keep your sword usually hilted. Uh, mm-hmm. And you'd feel kind of Ratson kind of just pull himself out. And he's, <laughs> he's, uh, he looks scared. He looks like he's shaking. He's scared. And uh, he kind of just like looks up at you. Oh, bud, I hope, uh, I mean, you're here, which means Q's here. Cause I think that's how familiars work. Uh, he, he looks at you and kind of just shakes his head. Oh, well, uh, that's a bit worrisome then. I He begins to kind of pat around and pulls out a piece of very old cheese, like a little crumb. Just kind of... He goes for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a right bud. I give him a little scritchies. His tail wags like a dog. <laughs> I didn't think that's how it worked with rats. Um, but to be fair, I didn't know what to expect. He takes out a little doctorate certificate and points at it. Oh, right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah, it's a, Dr. yeah, it's, it's a, it's a PhD in dog. <laughs> He's Wait actually a, a veterinarian. Up. Yeah, I look real close. Hold on, this is a doctorate of veterinary medicine. He scrapped it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wrong PhD. And he pulls out a different one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, giving Natasha a run for her money. <laughs> he opens up an accordion folder and tries yeah. to like find the right one. Yeah, they're alphabetically organized. <laughs> Yeah, they come from a. Uh, they're from a uh, university. You see, the initials are R U, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and on the diploma, it's very small. But you can like look and kind of squint your eyes, and you see it's written R U. It says R U the initials, and then underneath that, it says ready for, and then there's the signature line of Ratson's name. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's like the mo- the most weirdly like kind of athletic but like non-professional <laughs> diploma you've ever seen yeah he's a right, de- so it's like something from university of phoenix then <laughs> <laughs> it, it is from the university of phoenix uh, <laughs> and he's a d1 uh doctor <laughs> he's division one well, i didn't realize doctors came <laughs> in divisions <laughs> i'll have to ask natasha about that when we get back oh my god Okay, so the last thing we'll cover, since we know we've done noon for everybody, but Alistair, are you doing anything in the town during noon? Got any plans? Um, you can I see, mean, by the way, that, like, there is no evacuation going on yet. Oh, god damn it. Um, alright. Right, Alistair's gonna, um... Are the Chris's present? They are not. Hmm, okay. So, uh, Alistair's gonna make his way towards, um... Just kind of follow Alvra towards Sister Grace. Yes. Yes. Grace Elal. Yes. Just it's been so right. long since we saw her. <laughs> You're right. As alive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> keyword. <laughs> just uh, make his way into the the Lady of the Barrows. Um, okay. I'm just kind of good afternoon, Sister Grace. Uh, oh. 
Save me. Your reputation proceeds, etc., etc. Look, I come bearing some very difficult news, mm. and it seems like this may be the fastest way of getting the information out, but there's a bit of a raiding party coming along literally this evening, and unless we get everyone out, everyone's going to die. Grace kind of like looks at you stunned, and she doesn't believe you for a moment, and Avra, you hear just a tonk of the cauldron against the ground as Avra like stands and goes, he is not lying. And the moment Avra speaks up, you see Grace like looks and goes, okay, uh, kids, kids! And she <laughs> runs into the back room, uh, and uh, starts mustering the children. <laughs> right, and then is there a bell that maybe we could ring, get more people's attention, maybe raise an alarm or something? Um, no. Um, I'll just, I'll church, just, uh... We're not a church, we're not... It's not like that, it's not like... We're not a... <laughs> we're a not an Abrahamic religion! Um, <laughs> that'll, you know, it's community building figure. Oh, there's a community announcement, we just get everyone's attention. Normally, just bell. walk outside and shout! What do you want? Well, I'm going to do it. I've got to take care of the kids first. <laughs> <laughs> and she runs and musters the kids. And as soon as like you can see, the kids are like running around grabbing stuff. Uh, and as they do so, you see uh, Avra is like uh, is handing out little bowls that have like clean plastic wrap on top. Is just handing out little <laughs> bowls of soup to the children as they're running. Like, don't forget your lunch. Don't forget your lunch. Uh, <laughs> the kids have got like packs on. They're all like excited. They're like kind of pushing each other around. They're, they kind of think it's a field trip. Uh, oh, Avra, so, oh, sorry. I know it's a bad taste, but do you think I can get three to go potions? Absolutely. Uh, okay. And she hands you bowls. Uh, all like little plastic wrapped on little top. Plastic of, wraps, yeah. yeah. <laughs> great. Yeah, no, she hands great. like a little bento box. Uh, <laughs> uh, and you see Grace starts running and doesn't shout to immediately cause a panic, but runs to Roland and like leans down to whisper. And you see he stands up from the forge, kind of like sinks into a tub of brine the sword he was working on, and stands and he walks to another restaurant. And uh, Grace walks to another, and word starts to spread in a way from like adult to adult. Not mm. shouting, not causing a panic, they're not freaking out the children. But you see people start to walk, and start to slowly, packs come on, and people start to walk towards the woods. And that is uh, where we're going to end our session for the night. Unless you got say, a last thing you want to say. No, I was going to say, you know, maybe we don't need everyone to leave just the non-combatant anyone who wants to stay in fight maybe. you can see as like they are leaving that like a lot of the the mothers and women are going and anyone who's like a single dad doesn't have a mom like are like they're bringing their kids up to grace and then right. you can see them like gesturing and saying like yeah you're gonna go on a field trip with the kids uh and as they are starting to leave uh you can see a lot of the able-bodied people are staying behind uh you can see there is a mix of, of various men and women. Uh, and there is at one corner, like peeking around, the kid with the crossbow, whose <laughs> face you guys remember. Let's go. And as he is like peeking around a corner, you can see immediately his head kind of jerks forward as something wooden slams into the side of his head. And you see he like steps out into the street and you see a girl, like an, an elven girl. She has blonde hair kind of pulled back into a French braid. She's got a little like... um one of those canes that like has a little handle for the hand and then has like a wrap that goes around the arm kind of like just one kind of like walks out from around the alley and starts like poking him in the chest and you can hear she's kind of shouting like are you saying you saying no you are not and the kid's like i have to i have to uh and she's like we didn't make it this far alone uh and he like he's 
he just goes like, no, you need to go. And she just goes, if you were staying, I'm staying. All right. And they're basically just like fighting over this. Uh, oh, my. Um, right. Alistair is going to approach and just, hey, hey, um, sorry, don't mean to interrupt. But here's the thing is I know this young man has a fate about him. The girl immediately turns to you and turns like one palm up and you see a ball of fire appear in her open hand. All right, you're you're pretty all right. You might be advantageous to keep around as well. Uh, she closes her palm. <laughs> all right, yeah, no, fine. You two good. Stick up we're understood. Yeah, no, perfect. And, I'm hundred percent on board. And you see immediately the boy is like cowed, seeing that now there is an adult supporting his sister, and he just goes like, uh, uh, and he's kind of like freaking out. Uh, look, look, look! Like I'm gonna get kind of down, you know, to a respectful <laughs> height, not like condescending, but like kind of like kneel a bit and just look all right i've been through this but i've been gifted with certain levels of foreknowledge and i know that again your destiny has some twists and turns to it yet and i think that you're going to make quite the impression you see you say this and the boy kind of like calms down and his shoulders stop shaking and you see the girl smiles and as you stand back up she reaches her her free hand out to you and offers to shake it uh do you yeah, grab shake it, it. And she yeah. shakes it and she says, Pella, the name Pella. is Pella. You should come hear me perform sometime at the Sirens Call. Oh, gotcha. Uh, and right. they walk off uh, to grab the boy a crossbow from the armory. Uh, and that is where we're going to end off for this session. There we go. <laughs> that that last interaction gave me goosebumps. That was, that, that, that made my whole night. Look, we're coming to the end, and I don't want to leave. I don't want to. I don't want to get to the end with you guys having this lingering question of what's going on in the sirens call, <laughs> and not drop at least oh, one breadcrumb. Yeah. That pissed me off so much until just now. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. There you go, guys. Whoever dies this next episode is fully dead. Yeah. 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 That's a problem. Yeah. Oh, no. um, we should um, maybe see if Grace will hang around and just kind of triage. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe we should get Lucky the Monkey on triage duty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> still in the house. Oh, my God. <laughs> he is. No, Lucky and Ratson. There Ratson. you go. Ratson, yeah. Duo. Lucky gets to be a nurse, Lucky. and Ratson can. <laughs> it's perfect. Perfect, yeah. All right, well, uh, I guess I'll sign off. I, I guess we're doing sign-offs, yes? Yeah. We're yeah, signing we off? All right, I'm Cam. Oh. I'm at the bottom of an ocean right now, chilling. Oh, okay. Um, it was really nice down there. Um, uh, I'm just gonna sit on a couple scales until uh, you know this calms down a bit. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to swim on out and scare some raiders in the next the next oh, God, uh, yeah. episode. <laughs> I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna piggyback off of that and uh, definitely sign off as Hoon. And uh, thank you, thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah, um, it's thank you. Guys. Thank sign you, off as Alice. You're Harris. welcome. <laughs> Won't keep wondering why that ghost was out of breath. <laughs> oh no! We gotta come up with a good name for that guy. He's oh, gotta be recurring. Whenever you summon your sword, he has a name. He has a name. What's it's his a name? Thunder Ghost. He never told you. I'll tell you. You want to know? <laughs> sure. I want to know. His, his name is Oleander. 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 Wow. Wow. Is he from this world? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Personal oh. delivery ghost. All right. Uh, yeah. it, it, honestly, it depends on what the next DM does the next time Alistair summons their sword. <laughs> You're gonna get a box ghost from me. <laughs> I am the box ghost. <laughs> <Beware>! <laughs> and that shot out. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> signing off as your DM for what has probably been the penultimate episode of this arc. I'm Evan. It's been a pleasure to have you. All right. Bye, Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye.